Hello and welcome to another episode of The Clever Kids. This is a weekly podcast where three brothers talk about a topic from popular culture that you may or may not care about. Uh, my name is Tyler. I'm the host. I'm here, as always, joined by... Wow, that's the part I messed up. Anyway, Brian. <laughs> Brian, how are you doing? How's it going, everybody? Doing great. Doing good. And Jeff, Jeff, Jeffrey, Jeff. Jeff, how are you doing? Uh, Jeff is doing well. Oh, that's good. Um cool well um we had a bit of a preamble already today before we started recording so um we're gonna go ahead and get into the topic right off the right off the top i mean did we have any news that we wanted to talk about maybe a little bit oh world war hulk they there's been some leaks that there there four move four movies that have potentially leaked from reputable sources that they're going to start doing uh for the Marvel movies, and one of them is World War Hulk. How are you guys feeling about that? Brian, that is famously the only comic book you have ever read. <laughs> I mean, it's not the only one I've ever read, but it's definitely the one that I read the most recent, and it's, that was years ago. But, <laughs> like 20 years ago? <laughs> um, to be honest with you, I'm trying to think of how that would work, because I thought they touched on the World War Hulk storyline. I mean, they, they didn't go through the storyline, but they kind of teased World War Hulk in Ragnarok where he was like in his battle armor and he was on Sakaar and so that's planet Hulk world war Hulk was the one where he oh. came after planet Hulk ended oh. when he came back to earth and basically was terrorizing the world and like all killed basically every superhero. Um, and then he has a massive him. fight with the century. Sorry. What he didn't kill any superheroes. He just beat the shit out of them. Yeah. He just beat the shit. I mean, he almost killed, um, uh black, what is the black bolt black bolt yeah he, he breaks his jaw um yeah i mean don't you, he, he fucks the world up but he does not uh he's there to rule it. he's not there to kill anyone i don't know i, yeah, I I'll, I'll be interested we'll see i honestly hope they do the planet hulk storyline first because they, they, they didn't, did they did not definitely they did not touch on it at all in that we, we already had this conversation on pod Jeff, already but they, they didn't, like we tell me what happens to planet hulk and tell me how it relates they did one specific moment they took one scene out of the like 300 page graphic novel of Planet Hulk and they said, there's your Planet Hulk reference. And that's that's the one on one fight between Hulk and well, in the comics, it's the Silver Surfer. But in this one, it's Thor and therefore they did it from Thor's perspective. So it doesn't actually and they took Korg and they completely fucked up his character. They took Meek. They completely fucked up. I'm not saying they didn't do a good job with those characters. I'm saying they did a really shit interpretation of the comic book. I didn't say that what they're doing is bad or what they did was bad. But as far as a, a direct interpretation of the comic book, uh, it was very poor. I'm just saying, yeah, of course it's not direct, but how would they do a Planet Hulk story movie without it looking exactly the same? Like uh, they used Korg, they used Meek. Like, what, how are they going to do Planet Hulk without it I don't think being you, exactly the same movie? Jeff? I don't think you need Korg or Meek. I mean, I'm sure they will include them, but... Given, given the They're roles, they're not going to do Planet Hulk. Jeff. I think they should because I think that World War Hulk doesn't make <laughs> sense without it, and I think there's a lot in Planet Hulk that is worth exploring that hasn't been explored yet. On film. Anyway, how do we feel about World War Hulk? Do you do you actually think that if they were to skip Planet Hulk and do a World War Hulk, that they could make it work? Maybe. I mean, uh, they they do a lot of good work over at Marvel, so I think it, I'm yeah, still going to see it. I don't think they've really I don't think you can point to anything as an outright failure that they've produced in this. Well, apparently Eternals 
is getting really bad reviews so i'm excited to watch that uh <laughs> next weekend with you guys um oh we could all go see it we'll all be in town together um cool uh the other things that they um potentially announced fantastic four um an okoye um spinoff series a nova movie and something that i've already been talking about for the last couple of months uh after following the uh all the reveals that they've been doing a reported thunderbolts movie will be coming um which we've already explained sort of a suicide squad-esque avengers team um and yeah so i uh i called it just gonna say i called it go back and listen to any of our previous episodes i definitely called it so think we're good we can move on this week our topic is going to be uh something we were going to do a couple weeks ago but then we uh we weren't able to record an episode that week we're going to be sorting characters from other major properties into the four hogwarts houses um so before we do that we're going to give a quick rundown for those who aren't aware of what the uh the four different hogwarts houses are and what they what they entail or what it takes to kind of to get sorted into one of those and uh for that description we're going to defer to our harry potter expert here brian what are the four uh hogwarts houses um yeah obviously common knowledge here but just as a refresher slash recap um you got gryffindor um which you know you get your main characters in which is harry ron hermione the weasley fam and so on uh, you got your hufflepuffs most famously represented by cedric diggory um, fuck, can I even name another Hufflepuff right now? Uh, you got your Ravenclaws, which is, you know, Cho Chang, um, Luna, Luna, yeah, Lovegood. Um, and then you've got your Slytherins, which is, you know, obviously seen as like the darker, you know, more, you know, evil house, which is Draco Malfoy and group. Um, so that, that's your, that's your main four there. Um, but what yeah. is it about, like, what did, Tell us how do they get started into those, right? Yeah. yeah. So, you know, obviously that, you know, they put the sorting hat on and it kind of like assesses your traits and picks a house for you for the most part based on, you know, your nature, like what kind of person you are, what values you tend to embody. Obviously it gets a little bit more complex when you find out, you know, Harry had a say in what house he got put into and all that stuff, but we're not going to go that far. Um, the main characteristics of each one for Gryffindor, um, really represented by, you know, the, the quality of, of bravery, um, you know, being chivalrous, um, you know, courage, just, you know, obviously, um, just all around being kind of, you know, noble and, and, and brave. Um, for the Hufflepuffs, uh, if I remember right, uh, it's, it's about loyalty um, and, you know, it's about um, you know, like hard work. It's about um, be kind, of, kind of being like a rock, you know, just being steady, not really, be, you know, being too much of, of anything, but more real consistent and, um, you know, kind of right. steadfast. Uh, the Ravenclaws uh, really embody intelligence, cleverness, um, knowledge, um, you know, that's really like a wisdom group. Um, and then the Slytherins, uh, they're ambitious, uh, they are, um, God, can I even think of a, like something more positive than that? Um, they're ambitious. Uh, they're, cunning. I, I guess I use the word cunning for There's, Ravenclaw, but it probably fits better with Slytherin. 
they're um, sort of selfish the slytherins are like sort of like very like into like what is gonna put them forward rather than like helping anybody else out or working as a team right they're very correct. individualistic and very like correct. self-serving but Absolutely. not necessarily that doesn't make it a negative because a lot of slytherins are very successful in like their careers you yeah know i mean? would almost say, very powerful slytherins ambitious and cunning are the two that pop out the best to me because they're not necessarily negative i think a common misunderstanding is that those in slytherin house are always evil which is like Dude, they wouldn't have that house if everyone that yeah. came out of it was <laughs> Everybody's evil. Just a dark it's just wizard. an evil factory of bad guys. They wouldn't teach them magic and stuff. Like it's that every dark wizard was in that house. So they have a reputation for being the ones to produce them, but it doesn't mean that everyone comes out of there as a bad person. I but they are ambitious every dark and they are wizard, cunning. Not every yeah. dark wizard was in that house. There were definitely wizards so, that came from other ones. It was just the smart leaders. Any, anyone came that came out of Hogwarts, they it's like a thing from the first book there wasn't a dark wizard which a wizard that came from hogwarts that wasn't in slytherin house that's how they represent that interesting house in why would book. she present that <laughs> that way because as the, the story becomes more mature that becomes a bit ridiculous to think that there's just a house that's just all the evil people come right from. Well, that's that where that people story? are like oh everyone that comes out of there is evil and it's like is that something not. that like ron weasley says to harry that it could yes. be like the point of view of a weasley where he's like oh yeah that is Totally. Yeah, in the movie, that definitely is a wrong line. I'm actually remembering that. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, I wonder how true that is. But to be, um, to, but to be fair, if you if you look at some of them, I mean, even the worst ones, like, fuck, just do a character study of Voldemort. Like, the dude was, for all intents and purposes, very successful at what he did. Like, he was trying to rain terror on people. He was trying to elevate his own status <laughs> beyond people. And he fucking nailed it. And, and for all intents and purposes, he was very good at what he was doing. He was ambitious and climbed above. Well, he's also of one of the most powerful wizards to ever walk the earth. Right. So Slytherin you know isn't I mean? necessarily all bad. It's just, you know, bad people. Come it just, from there. They have some tendencies that lead towards them being correct. Yeah. Bad people, I guess. Um, great. So uh, why don't we quickly run through? We've all done the Pottermore tests, right? What sure. is everybody here's uh, – I'd be interested to hear if anybody who actually actively listens to this podcast could guess. But, uh, yeah, let's let's run through because I actually knew what house Jeff and Brian would have been sorted into specifically because I know that Brian would have been looking at the questions and been like, I got to pick the one that's going to get me into Gryffindor. <laughs> he definitely would have. So I guess I spoiled it there. Brian definitely got Gryffindor because he had what, to. What I was confused He, he did the hairy thing where the sorting you... hat got put on his head and he's like, Gryffindor, Gryffindor, Gryffindor. Yeah, so <laughs> I was so... like, I don't know. You'd be a great Slytherin. And I was like, no, no, no. <laughs> I, 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 uh, so I took the test and, uh, I was confused on how you could possibly influence the, the results. Cause you it can't. asks you shit like stars or moon or left or yeah. right. And I was like, what the, and it's like, all right, Jeff, you're a Hufflepuff. And I was like, what the, based on what? Yeah. I definitely nailed that. I was uh, like, Jeff would fucking be a Hufflepuff. And then when you, when I did mine, I, 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 I got Ravenclaw, which I, I would, I wanted, but I didn't. I also didn't try to influence it in any way. But I was hoping I would because I always thought that Ravenclaw sounded like the house I would want to be a part of. Um, but for the yeah. record, I didn't influence shit. I've taken that test like four times, and I get Gryffindor no matter what. I just close my eyes uh -huh. and click buttons, and then uh -huh. it's like, bro, you're Gryffindor. Just stop. <laughs> yeah. Okay. 
You're like making up email addresses to try to get back in. <laughs> no, um, I will say this: Hufflepuff gets a bad rap. Okay, Hufflepuff. It just seems like this little wussy house. Like, like I the, think it's funny. Like to it's like just the discard Hufflepuffs. House. <laughs> yeah, it's like the discard house. Like it's kind of a funny name. Like it seems soft, but at the same time, like when you really think about it, Hufflepuffs is it's kind of where it's at at times. Like Cedric Diggory is kind of like one of fucks, the coolest dude. characters yeah, in fucks. the fucking books. He's yeah. just like super charming and everybody likes him. And, and he's like, like, he ends up being a really good dude. And like, Harry, yeah, he Harry like, helps him out and he turns around and helps Harry. Like he yeah, saves he's like a Harry. tragic yeah. figure. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's, like the Hufflepuff gets a bad rap, but they're actually pretty pimp. Like, yeah, I think you they're can do a lot worse. You can I be think a the Hufflepuff or just like, they're like the cool kids at school that are just let's, like they're nice to everybody. They're not bullies. They're handsome. Like all the girls like them. They let's not forget the other. Let's not forget the other biggest Hufflepuff in at least in films is Newt's commander. Oh, was he is a Hufflepuff? Right? Also? I, even, I thought he was a Gryffindor. I just googled fictional famous Hufflepuffs and it's uh, <laughs> fictional <Newt's> Hufflepuffs. <laughs> famous famous Hufflepuffs and, and Newt's commander popped up. So suck I, I don't know any other famous Ravenclaws. I think uh, it's just Luna. And Cho, me, who are not necessarily the best characters to be associated with. They're both kind of Cho's kind of a. She's kind of lame and. Uh, oh yeah, Cho's super lame, bro. She couldn't even withstand torture. She had to give it all up, dude. <laughs> like. <laughs> um, and Luna's just a wild one, but uh, yeah. Anyway, so why don't we jump in? What? Where do we? We're gonna f- sort some fictional characters from other worlds others uh universes into their hogwarts houses so uh let's start with um with star wars i think um i mean where are we putting anakin skywalker what do you think (laughs) well he went bad he's got to be slytherin right Well, so there's interesting. Definitely Slytherin, dude. He's so emo and like broken inside. Like he's like. Well, and he's super ambitious. Like he was like pushing to be master before his time. Like he was definitely self-serving as well. Like everything was about how the world affected him, not about like the bigger picture. You know, hundred percent of Slytherin. But super Slytherin. At the same time, when while he was operating as a Jedi like everything he did was for the better of others. Like the entire point sort of, him of even it's his entertaining job. the dark he was just doing side. His job. Yeah. He was just doing what Obi-Wan was the doing moment it that was... it became a, an opportunity to do something self-serving. He went off and killed a full village full of innocent. Yeah. Desert as soon as he's raiders. left to his own devices, he just, he, well, and like when he's talking to Padme and he's just like, well, people should be made to do what's better for them because I know what's better for That's them. That's a not, greater good don't. thing, dude. That's some Slytherin shit right there. That's super Slytherin. Yeah. And yeah, I think that he's categorically Slytherin. Um, let's see, what is uh, what are we gonna do? Let's do the uh, the main three piece from the first trilogy, the original trilogy. Let's do Princess Leia. I'm thinking, I'm getting uh, Ravenclaw vibes from Leia. I'm feeling like she's she's smart, she's cunning, um, she does work well as a team, but also individually, she's also just like. She's very well respected. I just I think that she would be a good Ravenclaw. Um I but also see, I, I could see her as a Gryffindor. I could see Ravenclaw. Um I'm just trying to think of stuff that she actually does in the first Yeah, that's what I was just trying to do as well. She doesn't have a lot of agency in the first three films. She doesn't contribute. What are you talking about? She she dresses as a bounty hunter and saves Han Solo from well, tries Which is, to save Han Solo from Jabba's Palace. <laughs> 
which is pretty cool. Which is courage, um, right? So yeah, that would be a, kind of a Gryffindory thing, definitely or, or loyalty. I mean, That'd be kind of Hufflepuffy. Our opening scene to Star Wars is um, her getting uh, uh, the stormtroopers and Vader invading her ship to get the plans, and the stormtroopers have her, and Vader's like, "Give us the plans," and she's basically like, "Kiss my, suck my dick." Yeah. yeah, that's loyalty, though, right? That's loyalty. Like she's that's I don't know. I'm getting some Hufflepuff I think vibes. That's the more bravery. I think I think that's more bravery. Yeah, I think it's bravery. I think it's, I, it's not loyalty I think it's, to the cause. I think it's Gryffindor. I, it's my I choice. I think that she's more Gryffindor now that I. The more I'm talking about her, for sure. Given that she's the leader of this rebellion and is just trying to, you know, prevent the ultimate evil from go. happening, I I think that she is. A, a that's exactly right. She's right. the leader of the rebellion. She's like the she's the leader, right? Um, yeah, I think so. Um, where are we putting Han Solo? He's kind of tough, right? Because. He, I almost feel like Slytherin. He, so he talks a big game. He talks a big game about like, you know, oh, I'm just going to leave. And as soon as this whole thing. But he always comes back. He, he's never actually yeah, left his friends in a bind. Bro. He's, he's, he's like closet Hufflepuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is kind of the Cedric Diggory. Like, no, I'm too cool for this. But when it really comes down he's to there, it, he's yeah. like going to put himself on the line to yeah. help someone else. Han sure. Solo's a Hufflepuff. That needs like, to be in the, like, in the yeah, description line for this episode. I would say. I would agree because you know, if, you, if you think about it, like he's like, "Oh, I'm about to leave," and they're like, "Oh, Luke's lost." And he's like, "Luke is lost. I can't Fuck leave. It. Get me a tauntaun. I'm gonna cut that shit open and sleep in it." Um, yeah, for sure. You're right. He is. He is a Hufflepuff. Um, where are we putting Luke Skywalker? He's a. I think he's a squib. <laughs> he's. A, <laughs> he's just a squib. He's Filch. He's Dude, he's, he's the Neville Longbottom of that universe if <laughs> yeah, I've ever seen he, one. <laughs> he is. <laughs> nah, he's got to be a Gryffindor, I think, right? I, mean, I think as it's so funny that in that original trilogy, he's portrayed as this hero. But like by today's standard, he's such a bitch. <laughs> he's like just like whining. I want to go to the Tashi station to pick up some ca- power converters, please. Uncle Ben. <laughs> Uncle Ben. Yeah, Uncle, just like Uncle old Uncle Owen, yeah, old Ben. Old yeah, ben. Just... yeah, there you go. Yeah, he uh, he's got to be a Gryffindor though. I think just based on what his character's yeah. asked to do and what he has to like deliver on, like it's just yeah. a total like courage thing. And well, yeah, everything and like just like his, his the resilience that he has to have against the dark side and all of that stuff. I mean, it's it's very Gryffindor, right? I don't um, like he kind of fails his tests his his actual Jedi tests, right? I mean, like he goes out and Yoda tells him he's not going to be a jedi because he's he's doesn't have the qualities he's too old to to learn how to be good right he goes off and and sees himself as darth vader and chops off his own fucking head and yeah but let's be real here how can you hold him to the old standard when that fucking order has been done for hundreds of years and like he's literally it's not like the jedi were the fucking best order in the world like they were a bunch of like weird religious zealots who basically allowed for the fall of civilization right and well like, in, without like, them it wouldn't have been yeah. such a bad fall and all their thing. padawans got to like get taught the right way to be from a really young age he gets handed a fucking lightsaber as an adult it's like here you go go save the universe of course he's gonna fuck some shit up by their old standard like yeah it's kind of a weak way also, to look at him you know i also think that yoda's refusal to train him is kind of more of a um a test sort of to see if if Luke could kind of rise to the occasion. Yeah, right? well, bro, he's a, he's a, a Gryffindor. They're fight Yoda's clubbing plan? him. What was Yoda's fight plan? Fight clubbing if... him. Yeah. You're too fucking 
Bond. Bond. What, was, what was Yoda's plan if, if Luke was just like, all right, I guess I won't help. Like, there's no one else to, to step up and do this job, man. And Yoda's just like, I'm not going to train him. I, I think it was to see if Luke had the resilience to come back and or to prove himself you know what i mean it was all about luke proving himself and he continued to fail all the way through <laughs> like literally up until the last moment when yoda's dying and he's still just like failing as a jedi luke really is kind of the worst main character <laughs> i still love luke skywalker but like yeah he really just you know anyway we're yeah. probably gonna I'm finally gonna get comments from that people are not gonna be happy that i said that but that's how i feel about it so yeah, I think he's definitely a Gryffindor. Who else do we have there? We have uh, Lando Calrissian. Oh, fucking Chewbacca. Do we want to put Chewbacca somewhere? I think he's Hufflepuff with Han, right? He's a Hufflepuff, he's dude. Yeah, they're both yeah. Hufflepuffs. What about Lando? He's kind of backstabby, but like for like in the effort to save his own people. Um, and then he helps save Han again. I would put um, him in Ravenclaw. You would? I, I, I think that, you know, him. Oh, yeah. Is He's a just total strategist, to, dude. Exactly. Strategic. Yeah. Everything he does is really. Yeah. And then he also. But he also cheats. He's kind of Slytherin. <laughs> I mean, if you like watch the movie solo, like he cheats at that at the game, which I'm I'm drawing a blank on. Um, so does Han. Eventually. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, we'll, we'll, we could put him in Ravenclaw. Who, do we have anyone else that we want to put in there? Uh, where do you think Yoda is? Uh, Gryffindor, probably. Uh, but then again, he's green, so maybe Slytherin. He feels he doesn't, like <laughs> he doesn't have a ton of ambition. I would, I would put him. I mean, he, he's got patience and he's got intelligence and wisdom. He's got to be. So he's got to be Ravenclaw. I, I'd put him in Ravenclaw or Hufflepuff. Yeah, he's also crazy smart. He's also a teacher, which a lot of the Ravenclaws end up being teachers, I think. Um, let's see. Mace Windu. Um, anyone? Anyone? Loyalty to the Order. I don't know. He's got some leadership qualities. Like, it'd be a Gryffindor or Hufflepuff. Yeah. I'd say Gryffindor, because he's really aggressive. And he, like, uses his anger and his, like, passion. You know what I mean? Um... What about um, Kit Fisto? I'm just kidding. What about Kiati Mundi? Let's let's um. try and stick to, to main characters that we actually have context to be able to. Uh, I mean, you sit here and tell me not to bring up anime characters, and you bring up act, uh, act people that didn't even have a single line in the. Uh, they have lines in the prequels. <laughs> um, what about the droid attack on the Wookies? Exactly. <laughs> um, what about? Um, do we want to do uh, i think we're good job of the hut i think he should be the last <laughs> he's a hufflepuff um i've got all right one. what who's got uh what not in the star wars universe i've got one i'm just gonna yeah. shake things up i already know another i already know what we're gonna say but just to get it out of the star wars universe sora from kingdom hearts um he's definitely a derm string bro i don't know the houses down there <laughs> that guy would be a bow buttons like yeah <laughs> no i'm kidding um no he's for sure hufflepuff dude 100 percent hufflepuff I look know. he's brave he's brave and everything but his whole mo is about loyalty to his friends yeah and love and shit yeah he's <laughs> he's super hufflepuffy bro <laughs> <laughs> yeah Dude, Sora's hardcore Hufflepuff. Uh, fuck, I would um, honestly almost put Daffy and, or Daffy Donald and Goofy into 
Gryffindor. <laughs> Donald, like, for sure. Because they get tasked with, with trying to solve the Keyblade. It's not necessarily... A, yeah, I guess they're just trying to help. Yeah, I don't know. I'd, I'd put him in Gryffindor, too. I, and R- Riku definitely in Slytherin, given his ambition for, for power and, and his willingness to go 100%. to the dark side. Yeah, Yeah, but Sora's a Hufflepuff, dude. He's like mascot <laughs> of Hufflepuff. <laughs> Which is weird, because I would have almost said Gryffindor... <laughs> before i thought it through and then i was like nah he's all loyalty what, what are we doing with riku slytherin? slytherin for sure what about kairi uh she doesn't i mean she's some agency in the in the last game but um i'd I, say Kyrie's gryffindor too I, probably i would probably put her yeah they're hufflepuff or, or gryffindor um mickey <laughs> we don't have to do every single character he's got these universes <laughs> He's he's a he's a squib also. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's the he's the uh, keeper of keys and grounds at Hogwarts. <laughs> yeah, he's, 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 he's accurate. <laughs> yeah, he's nah nah. Mickey's Professor Flitwick. <laughs> he's the charms teacher. But he's also a Hufflepuff, actually. Um, All right, okay. what about Katniss Everdeen? Gryffindor. Or I think Flitwick was a Ravenclaw, sorry. Um, yeah, Katniss is definitely Gryffindor. I could see an argument for Ravenclaw, but I think she's Gryffindor. There's just moments where, like, you know, she had to step up and, like, nominate herself, and then she gets out there, and she just, every time something, you know, horrific's happening, she just kind of steps up, I think, and is right. just well, I mean, I cra- think, courageous when she has I, to be. I think uh, the biggest defining moment, at least in the first book, is when she helps out Rue, where it's, you know, she she has an opportunity to, you know, make a late Take out season. a competitor. Yeah. Right. And, and she decides to do the chivalrous thing of, you know, honoring the dead and, and all of that, which is unique. Sorry, Flitwick was the head of Ravenclaw House. He's there. He's he was there McGonagall. So I was, I was wrong there. Um, I should know that he's my he's my leader. Um, yeah, I don't I don't disagree with that. Um, OK, what do we what do we want to do? We want to move. We want to move into the Marvel characters. Sure. Where it. are we put where are we putting Cap? Gryffindor. No, he's 100% Hufflepuff. Uh, I don't know. It's He's the most courageous and strong of all of them. Yeah, I would put him in Gryffindor. Personally. Yeah, okay, all right, fine. He could do either one of those, though. He really fits both pretty well, I think. Where are we putting Tony Stark? He's a Ravenclaw. Yeah. Yeah, he's too smart. Same Bruce Banner, Ravenclaw? No, Hufflepuff. Really? You think so? He's, like, the smartest of all of them. Yeah, but he's not, like... Yeah, he's also kind of in the movie. In the Marvel movies, he's he definitely just, kind of goofy. He's just but kind of part comics, of the band. Like he's just part of the group. in the comics. Honestly, he's more Slytherin than anything. He's like Bruce Banner is like really, really like kind of self serving and like obsessed with his own issues. I mean, I mean, if you look at the tape. comics, if you look at the comics before the MCU came around, every single person blogged in Slytherin. It was just a fucking yeah, ego fest. Pretty fucking evil. Like Hank Pym. <laughs> Uh, Iron Man, I honestly think Bruce Tony Banner. could definitely get sorted into Slytherin. They, like, like they're all just these egomaniacal fucking geniuses that are like, "Fuck you, I invented this," and they're like, "Now fuck you, I invented this," and it's yeah. like, "I should read, the, I should lead the Avengers because this and this, and you should because putting, you let this person die." And it's just like, "Oh my god, you're all Slytherin." Where are we putting Black Panther? Gryffindor. I'm thinking Gryffindor for sure. He's like really honorable and courageous, yeah. and he's a leader. Yeah. You know, he's a Gryffindor. He's like a, He's a Gryffindor for sure. Uh, Black Widow. Ravenclaw? Ravenclaw. I'm getting Ravenclaw vibes. I'm feeling Slytherin. 
she's Maybe she's, you guys are like not willing to put people in Slytherin, but I'm, I think she's Slytherin. She's yeah, she's self-serving. She's like duplicitous, yeah. How is she's she amb- like she's ambitious amb- or like? I don't see any ambition in her other than just be on the team and not be a fucking Russian spy anymore. Yeah, maybe she's Hufflepuff. I mean, her in the movies, at least, she's like really all about like saving everybody else. She's just part you know of the team, I mean? bro. Yeah, she's super loyal. Like she's for sure Hufflepuff. I, I'll take my Ravenclaw back and say Hufflepuff. But but her okay. entire power set is based on her outsmarting her opponents, right? She knows that she's not the strongest, yeah, so she has to find clever ways to defeat them. Hufflepuff isn't like the smartest house doesn't mean they're not smart people. You know what I mean? They're still like really solid, like good wizards and stuff, you know? I don't know. Uh, Cedric doesn't even attempt to duck down a vada cadaver. He just takes that shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Too soon. He was also Honestly, like, 15. is that where we're drawing the line? <laughs> I gotta be honest. Gryffindor is a bunch is like a house full of like really courageous dumbasses. Now that I think about 100%. it, like, <laughs> other than Hermione, who should have yeah, probably been a Ravenclaw. Definitely should have been a Ravenclaw. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like Ron is an idiot, Seamus is a fucking idiot, Neville's a fucking idiot. <laughs> like they're all kind of dumb. Harry's not really especially smart either. They're all kind of stupid. Dude, Hermione does like all their homework. I think. Yeah, she does everything for everybody. <laughs> she solves all the problems. Like, <laughs> I'm like reticent to put anybody at Hogwarts because I'm like, I don't know, are they stupid enough to get put in there? Um, I mean, technically speaking, none of them take core classes. Like. <laughs> Yeah, like from the age of what they get started at like eleven, like none of them do any. None math, of them learn reading, learn math writing, or, yeah, science. Terrible. None of no them. literature, no yeah. nothing. Yeah, for the fact sure. that they're writing like these crazy papers later in the books, it's like, where did you learn the skills to write a fucking essay? Like, how do you know basic sentence structure? Yeah, um, you don't even know what parts of speech are. Um, all right, who else do we have in? Uh, what's, where are we putting Hawkeye? He could be a Gryffindor. <laughs> He's pretty fucking stupid. <laughs> and pointless yeah or i'd just put him in hufflepuff because he's just loyal to his team too like he he does a lot of stuff to like support the squad you know he's just got some hufflepuffiness he's sort of a father figure really um to a lot of the people in the movies in the comics he's kind of just a dumbass with a bow and arrow <laughs> yeah he, um, we're just talking movies though he's loyal and steadfast i'd say he's just super hardcore hufflepuff what about thor gryffindor definitely gryffindor yeah he's, he's fucking He's just a courageous dumbass. He's a great dumbass. <laughs> Thor's brother, <laughs> Loki, the greater black. Obviously. Slytherin, bro. Yeah, he's Slytherin. He looks all like day. a snake. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even he sure looks he like was he's an Draco's black haired uncle. Um, you know, the greasy, slick back mullet. Um, who else we got here? Um, Thanos. Gryffindor? Uh, no, he's too smart. Almost Ravenclaw, honestly. He's a Slytherin, bro. No, He's got so yeah, much just ambition. put all the bad guys in Slytherin, guys. I can put the well, ones on, that are extremely on, ambitious. On. What's the ambition? He's not really trying to elevate himself. He's just trying his to amb- fix a problem. By yeah, and his solution to that problem is by becoming the most powerful person in the universe and then murdering half of everyone else. But that's but it's not for the like his motivation is not personal advancement. It's to accomplish his goal of saving the future of the universe or whatever. By murdering half of the people. Who well, I understand the means aren't exactly desirable, but I'm just getting some real hardcore, like, courageous Gryffindor vibes out of this dude. And less <laughs> personal you're ambition. Such a, you're such a Thanos simp. <laughs> yeah, you're such a simp for Thanos, dude. <laughs> it just, it doesn't I'm just getting sense. some hardcore. I just want to have a beer with the guy. I just want to have a butter beer with this yeah, guy. You, like, you want him to be your daddy. <laughs> I just want to go to the three broomsticks with Thanos. Like, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> have a butter beer. 
Um, Brett, have you watched the uh, the What If episode with uh, T'Challa and, and Thanos? No. You need yeah, to. You can skip it. It's fucking boring. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just got two wildly different opinions. There. <laughs> it's more yeah, Thanos were, content. Go watch you it. You weren't on that episode where we talked about What If, but it just, I got, I was over it. Sorry, completely. man. I just don't see him as evil and I don't see him as personally ambitious. He's not evil in this episode, so go watch it. Um, I don't hey, think he's okay. evil at all. He, he is evil. He murders literally half of the people in the universe. It doesn't matter how many people you save when you murder the other half. Like, who are you saving? Half of the universe. How are you doing that? By murdering the other half. You didn't save anyone. You just didn't murder those halves, right? Those, those half getting to live happily just doesn't mean much when you had to sacrifice the other half of the people in the universe. I, but he, yeah, I don't disagree. It's an intent thing, and he wasn't trying to do it to just murder. He was trying to do it because they were going to kill themselves by overpopulating in the long run. So his goal was courageous in that he understood that great sacrifice was the only way to get things done, and he understood that it needed to be someone strong enough to overcome that adversity to doing something horrific. He's doing it in a like for brave reasons because he yeah, thinks he's, he's appointing himself to that position. It's not bravery. He's not being called to that position. Someone didn't say Thanos needs to go do this. And he said, yes, I would love to go help these people. He decided that this was the correct course of action. And he decided on a course of actions after that fact, but to not empower to be self serving. Yes. To be self serving. He's How not he helping serving. He's he not helping the billions of people that he's murdering. He's helping the billions of people that survive. He's not doing it for him. He's doing it for them. They like, don't want his help. If I'm you, not if, seeing the part where he was being personal with his decision. If he snaps his fingers and you guys disappeared, I'm not going to thank Thanos for the years that I get to live just because I didn't get murdered. I'm going to be pissed. That sounds pretty selfless gone. then if he's not going to get a thank you. But that he's not doing it for me. I it, If you don't do things for the people, if they're going to hate you for it, right? Like saying, yes, oh, yeah. Did. In spite of their hatred, he knew it was the best thing for them. But that's not something that he gets to decide. And the fact that he has put himself in that position means that it's an ambition and he's a fucking Slytherin, bro. Uh, dude, if he's the only one that sees what he thinks is the best course of action for everybody and Voldemort, he knows he's the only one capable of making that Voldemort call, and Grindelwald both had the same exact point. They both are make, taking course of actions that they thought was the best course of action Grindelwald's for a good comp. Voldemort is not. Grindelwald's a good comp because Grindelwald is not doing it for personal gain either. I would argue Grindelwald isn't necessarily evil, man. I'm <laughs> just saying Grindelwald is not evil in my opinion. I just think that he is a – like Voldemort, I would say if you asked him, you just got to sit down for a cup of tea with Voldemort. Yeah, a cup of tea, Britain, you get it. Um, he would be like, yeah, I'm fucking evil. Like, fuck you. I just do what I want and I, I take what I get. Grindelwald would be like, nah, I just don't want to be in the shadows anymore. Like, we deserve to be able to live our lives free of, like, being in hiding and, like, having to, like, cater to these weaker people. Thanos, in the same vein, wouldn't be like, I'm, yeah, fuck you guys. I just want to kill half the universe. He's like, no, dude, they're going to kill themselves, so we might as well save half. And I'm so the only one that's willing himself. to make that call. So he ambitiously appoints himself as the sole person who can take this on. And because then no goes, one else would do it. Because and it's selfless, that's, not that's selfish. A, that is fallacious. For him to say that no one else can do it and that he's the only one is oh, pure ambition. All right. Shout out to listeners. Weigh in. Who's right here? Is 
Thanos being selfish or is he being selfless? That's the question we're debating. I don't think we're going to get a good consensus here. We can move on. All right. Though. Yeah, I'm let's right move on. It's all good. Um, all right. What do we What do we want to do? We want to do... Where's James Bond? Slytherin. Yeah, I think he's a... Uh, he does he's it for ambitious. country, bro. He, he does uh, it for, but only because for they're the country. ones who pay him to kill people. I'm pretty sure he just wants to kill people. <laughs> I think he's just a paid serial killer. You genuinely uh, think that's his motivation? Is to just kill people? Is that like, a, like your honest opinion? In the books, James Bond is basically a sociopath. Like his whole thing is like just like brutality and violence and just like using women to like just for his own gain. Like, you know, he he just wants to fuck just to get it over with for himself. Things like that. Um Yeah, I don't know. I, I could see James Bond. I could there's definitely an argument to be made between Slytherin and Gryffindor for James Bond, because he's not super smart either. He's kind of a blunt instrument. Yeah, I got him I got him in Gryffindor. I gotta be honest. Like he, I just don't like. Like I'm but that's picturing only the movies. because he's positioned as a as the protagonist. But like, if he's the antagonist, he's definitely Slytherin. Well, you, you gotta know? look at with him. You gotta look at like when he has opportunities to like, you know, do something for personal gain. He still chooses to like be true to his organization. Like do the the brave thing. Like for example, um, the when he's on a beach in uh, Skyfall, he, he gets shot. Right, almost you know, in a way betrayed by M because she like basically puts his life on like at risk to salvage the mission. He goes on the beach. He sees that his people got bombed. And instead of just staying in hiding, he decides to go back and do the noble thing, which is, you know, try to help MI6 take out silver. Right. Like that was super Gryffindor move right there. I think. Right. Or is it silver? Silva, silver. I don't know. Uh, I, I always thought it was Silva, but now I'm now I'm like, oh, maybe his last name was Silver. Silver just sounds just like more British. of a Bond name. I don't know. Yeah, you're not wrong. Maybe it is Silver. Yeah, I don't I, know. I, it could be Silver. I, I don't know. Watch it with subtitles on. Speaking of James Bond, Brian, <laughs> do you think you're gonna finish <laughs> get to finish that last one? It's funny. I've got an AMC gift card. You know, like the other night was like yesterday. We we had a bunch of time, and I was like, hey, do you want to go see James Bond? Like, it'll just be on a gift card that I've had for like five years. And Anna and I looked at each other at the same time and we're like, I don't think I can sit through it in the theater again. I have to wait for it to come out. So like we've lost so it's our. It's going to be out on, uh, on streaming um, in December. Yeah. Maybe we we, won't, do, like, we shouldn't a, have to wait too long. We'll, uh, we'll, maybe we um, can do like an episode where like half the episode, we just let you talk about it and we answer it after we've digested it a little bit yeah. or something. Yeah. Um, well, but yeah. So you you have him in Gryffindor. I'm I'm sticking with Slytherin for him. I think that he's really self-serving. I think maybe I have a little bit more time with the character, um, and it also depends on how he's portrayed, right? Like Roger Moore is is definitely a courageous dumbass, right? Um, I Daniel think James Craig, Bond in general is definitely a self-indulgent person, but right. I don't know if that's the same thing as like ambitious, yeah, like personally maybe ambitious. You're right. Maybe you're right. Maybe Gryffindor would be a better fit for him. Uh, uh, Jeff, do you have any input on that? Where you want to break the the tie there? Uh, I personally think that he's in Gryffindor. I I, I don't necessarily uh, believe that he's doing it for the money. Um, I, I like you never really see James Bond going off to have much of a personal life. He's sacrificing that in order to fulfill this position and and fully utilize the training and skills that he has to be able to help everyone from these. Uh, I mean, he's definitely a Gryffindor in the most recent film. 
uh, which we're not going to get into spoilers there, but like he definitely like has like this whole like putting himself on the line to save the you know the world and shit. Um, but he does which that. is not not necessarily wrong in all of them, uh, especially like the most recent ones. Like since Brosnan came in, it's a lot of like it's a lot of uh, actually Dalton. Since Dalton came in, it's a lot of James Bond basically putting himself in these like these situations where like the world's going to end if he doesn't you know sacrifice everything, which is pretty crazy um, and cool um okay let's see do we want to do um we don't really get a lot i mean everyone else is basically on ravenclaw from from uh his back office uh money penny q they're all like super intelligent they're all kind of ravenclaws um uh, money penny could be a hufflepuff uh but we can move on uh do we want to do dc real quick run through some of the major dc characters sure where are we putting batman slytherin uh, I mean, I think it's more. You guys got to stop Clark. arguing with me. One, someone's got to be a Slytherin. <laughs> Batman's a Slytherin. I think so. He's like obsessed with himself and like solving his own problems. I think he only goes out to save people because he's so fucking angry and he's like can't get over his own emotional problems. I mean, honestly, if Batman would just go and see a therapist, I, I think. <laughs> like Gotham, Gotham would be in a better space. Yeah, but think know? about the therapists in that fucking universe. So Harley Quinn didn't exactly, yeah, you know, true. give us a lot of confidence in that. He'd probably know, come away field. with a new side sidekick. Yeah. <laughs> um, where are we putting Joker? Well, hold on, Is Jeff. Do you agree with Batman going to Slytherin? I don't. I think that he'd be a through and through Ravenclaw. I think it's all about intelligence. He is crazy smart. I'm just like the thing I get hung up on with the Slytherins. It's not so much that I'm reluctant to put somebody there. It's more that like, I need to see what their ambition is. Like what, what is he, what's he, how is he ambitious? How is he like, he's cunning. Yes. But like ambitious. Cause I think cunning is one that kind of fits into Ravenclaw and Slytherin. So if he's not like personally ambitious, I'm not seeing Slytherin as much as I am Ravenclaw. Like, I don't think his personal ambition, like, it's just a beat ass because his fucking parents got killed when he was six or whatever. Sure. Well, I mean, if you look at the definition of ambition, it's, you know, like a strong desire to to do or achieve something, right? I mean, all what he did, he literally put every single second of his time into becoming this weapon to fight crime. He literally is a living weapon. That is like his whole, his whole thing. Okay. He's just like, I'm going to be the smartest. I'm going to be the best. I'm going to be like, I'm going to have the most, like I'm going to be the most prepared. I'm going to have the most tools and weapons like at my disposal. Like he just is like, he's an all encompassing force for, you know, crime stopping, I guess. I don't really know. But yeah. That's the I, whole thing I, I, I can see it. I could see it. I think that's fair. I think the ambition comes in that he has this plan to rid the world of all all injustice it's not even evil that he's against he's against people being harmed having done nothing right like he he's a protector of innocence rather than like a like he's not all about like um the greater good or anything like that he just doesn't want anyone to go through what he went through as a child that's really what it comes down to with him you know Mm -hmm. so i don't know i He's one of those non-evil Slytherins. <laughs> uh, I, you know, I could see where I could see Ravenclaw though too, because he is so intelligent. I just find the thing about the Ravenclaws—they don't really seem to be the ones that 
um, that do the big things. You know what I mean? They're smart and they like observe from afar, but they don't really seem to be the ones that are going to rush in to like fight. Does that make sense? Yeah. Does it make sense if uh, if I you know like let's say you know brooding was a requirement like a like a requirement or a prerequisite for being potions master? Could we see Batman being the next <laughs> potions master? Yeah, but he really wants to be the uh, defense against the dark arts. Teacher. Right, right. <laughs> he really wants to, but he's definitely a potions because he's so smart. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I got him as a potions master if we're sorting. Which I think you have to be in Slytherin, right? <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, the only two potions masters that we know are from Slytherin. Slughorn I don't know where Slughorn was. Slytherin. You say that very confidently. I, I just watched the movies. <laughs> and it says that he was in Slytherin? Yeah, Google it right now, dude. All right. Um, I'll check out. Who else do we have in DC? Where's Superman? I mean, this is obvious, but he's um, Gryffindor. He's a powerful dumbass. He's a powerful and courageous dumbass. Um, right? Who's this? And Who's this? Soups. Superman? Yeah, scout. he's got to be Gryffindor. Gotta be just because you're in love with him too. <laughs> you, you all, you're. Are you gonna do that every time? I'm just—he's just very clearly Gryffindor. <laughs> um, what about uh, Nightwing, Jeff? Where do you put Nightwing? Um, I would put Nightwing. I mean, he's tough, right? Because he's. I, I'm thinking Hufflepuff, but I could also see Gryffindor, but he's. He's he is tough. He's kind of one of those ones that's on like a few. Like I could easily I could easily see him in Ravenclaw. Also, I mean, he's basically Batman without the trauma, right? He uh, he's this happier version of Batman. So or just he as would be... aggressive of a trauma. I mean, he still has trauma, but sure. But he's he's not utilizing. Doesn't the trauma. define him. He, he... It doesn't define him. Right. Batman and, allows it to. And so he is really just doing things altruistically. Kind of like the same argument I have for James Bond, where he just wants to use the skills that he has to do the greatest amount of good. I would put him in um, Gryffindor. Hmm. What about Damien? Uh, Damien is like Batman. I think that he is Slytherin. I think that he would be um, ambitious. Yeah, I think he's super ambitious and kind of kind of bad, but also like he's like reluctantly good <laughs> um what about tim drake definitely ravenclaw right definitely ravenclaw yeah what about jason todd uh probably gryffindor i don't know i mean he's but also possibly slytherin <laughs> i would put him in slytherin like he's he became uh robin with the same intent as batman where he had this ambition to like make sure that what happened to him will never happen to anyone else and um definitely is i don't know i, I I guess brutality isn't really a, a component in any of the houses, but um, I don't know. I, I, he'd yeah. be another tough one. Yeah, I could see Slytherin. I could see Gryffindor for either of them. Um, Barbara, probably Gryffindor. Barbara Gordon, Batgirl. Kate Kane, or probably Ravenclaw. I'm just going to run through some of the Bat family here. Um, what, do you disagree? With either of those? I, I don't know. I mean, I think that I don't Barbara's... get too hung up on the Bat family exclusively because we're running up on an hour, but... Yeah, I, I'm not going to care less. I, I'm fine with either of those designations. 
Where are we putting Green, Lan Green Lantern? I mean, his whole thing is about Will. So I'm thinking he's probably Gryffindor. Yeah, I can see it. Is that the what is does that just the entire Green Lantern Corps just go straight into Gryffindor? No, just Hal, Hal Jordan. I'm not going to get into the deeper Green Lantern Corps. <laughs> but actually, a lot of them would be Gryffindor. I mean, Jon Stewart, super Gryffindor. Uh, Guy. Gardner. Gardner, thank you. He's definitely Gryffindor. Kyle Rayner, probably Ravenclaw or Slytherin. Um, but yeah, I just said I wasn't going to do that, but I did it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh Lex Luthor, Gryffindor. Uh he's, uh, he's pretty Ravenclaw and also Slytherin. <laughs> he's super ambitious. He's gotta be Slytherin. He's gotta be Slytherin, you're right. Um Who what other main DC characters do we have here that we aren't talking about? Flash. Hufflepuff, um, maybe? Brian, what do you think? Yeah, I, from what I know of him, I would say Hufflepuff. Jeff? Yeah, I'm torn. Um, Just loyal to a fault. Because he didn't necessarily assume the power, right? I mean, he was thrust into a position of power and, and decided to um, make the best of it. So for me, that kind of rings true of Gryffindor, um, where it's not necessarily that he decided to go get power so that he could help people, or for his own gain, he was given power and said it would be foolish or or unfair for him to waste it so i would put him in either hufflepuff or gryffindor yeah um wonder woman uh hufflepuff yeah i think she's tried and true hufflepuff um all right cool did we uh i think we did it all uh did we miss anything about lord of the rings touch on you want to touch on that real quick just hit lord of the rings um, just the main guys yeah just, just right. touch it touch it a little bit Frodo's a Hufflepuff. Sam's a Hufflepuff for sure. Mm -mm. Hold on. Frodo's got to be Gryffindor. Why? He literally is super courageous in what he's doing. And he like, he just a hundred percent Gryffindor with his mission. He's kind of a whiny little bitch. <laughs> I mean, so's Ron. Uh, he's the Ron so Weasley of the Lord of the Rings yeah. sorting. Like that doesn't mean he's not a Gryffindor. <laughs> yeah, fine. He can be Gryffindor and Sam's definitely a Gryffindor. I was joking when I put him in Hufflepuff, but Sam's definitely the most Gryffindor of all of them. I mean, a lot of the Lord of the Rings cast is Gryffindor, really. I, dude, I got Sam as Hufflepuff. Actually, he's just embodies. But he's loyalty. The, he's the bravest of all of them. Well, I'm Hufflepuff's going alone, Sam. It's just what is your defining characteristic? Of course, and you are. His and I'm is coming loyalty. With you. <laughs> I'm coming Fro with Frodo's you. is perseverance and courage. Sam is loyalty, a hundred percent. Okay. 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 Mary. Ravenclaw? Those, I would put those two guys. No, nah, I'd put those they're two idiots. guys as Gryffindor, probably. Yeah, they're just brave idiots. Mary's smart. Mary is the smart one. Pippin's the idiot. Um, they're both dumb as shit, dude. Come on. No, Mary is like really into like history and knows a lot of things about like the Ents and the trees, and mm -hmm. he mm -hmm. pays attention to a lot of things. Like just he's look, the smart just one. Let the record show that if Tyler was sorting houses, he would split up Mary and Pippin, which just seems seems super fucked up. Like you're not gonna put those guys <laughs> together. All right, you split up Frodo and Sam, dude. <laughs> true, it's true. That's fair. All right, Aragorn's got to be Gryffindor. Yeah, where are we putting Legolas? Slytherin. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what's his ambition? The dude's immortal. Like, 
Um, honestly, Legolas is a squib too. <laughs> yeah, I would say, I would say Boromir's the only real Slytherin in the group. Boromir's for <laughs> sure Slytherin. Legolas really? and Legolas and Gimli probably both Gryffindors in my yeah. opinion. Uh, Gandalf got some Ravenclaw going. Yeah, and I, I think I think Sauron's a Hufflepuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, what about Grima Wormtongue? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that guy's for sure the squib. If anybody we've named is a squib, it's Grima Wormtongue. <laughs> that fool's got squib written all over him. All right, in honor of the the costume that I wore last night. Indiana Jones. You were Indy? That's cool. I was in I was Indiana. I've been yeah. Indy, that's great. I look yeah, better. We've all three been Indiana Jones at different times in our We gotta put up with you better. We're talking so Jeff's been texting us about Indiana Jones a lot this week. I, I watched, watch I watched the them? first three films. Yeah. Wednesday I watched Raiders, Thursday I watched uh, Temple and, and Friday I watched Crusade. Um, you know, now you know if you wanted to watch them in in canonical order, you would have done Temple first, and then, then Raiders, Crus- and then Crusade. I think I think Crusade takes place before Raiders. No, what? Why are no. we talking like there isn't a fourth film in this franchise? Because <laughs> there is no fourth. Because there is not, dude. It's a good film. movie. <laughs> no, just, it's it's not, just the Brian. Shia LaBeouf swinging with the monkeys. Thing. If it's I'm so really weird. gonna find out that you like Kingdom of a Crystal Skull. Yeah, I'm it's telling you true. right now. You can discover that. Brian, right that now. is such a bad movie. Dude, Shia LaBeouf <laughs> swinging around on the vines is dumb as shit. But other than why I haven't seen it since it came out. That's how bad it was. And I watch, I rewatch Van Helsing like once a year. Name another part of that movie that's stupid. <laughs> Every single moment of that movie is stupid. What about when he survives a, a nuclear bomb by being launched out of it in a fucking refrigerator? That part has changed the way that I see myself approaching finding out a bomb is about to drop on the Portland So Brian's going to rot from radioactive poisoning in a fridge. What are you going to do? I'm going to die, Brian. Yeah. That's what happens when you do when a fucking bomb goes off. So will you. I'm going to get a little but at the same time, I'm going to go flying, you know, like three miles in a fridge and I'll climb out. Be fine. Get, I'm going to go out the way I was born. Get arrested Naked with my dick in my hand. Let's do this. <laughs> That's right. Um, all right. Let's uh, – I got – Short round? We got short round? Where's he going? <laughs> Wait, did we even He's say Hufflepuff, Indy? Hufflepuff, bro. He's Hufflepuff. Did we say where Indy was going? Yeah, we have not. Indy's Gryffindor, obviously. I mean, is he? The thing is, yes. yeah, he's he's, he's pretty smart, though, dude. I, yeah, he's, he's, he's smart, history, but he also bro. he's smart when it comes to he puts himself in, in the book learning. But then he fucking just gets into the really stupid like he just like dude, rushes yeah. in on. head first he's and just is like, oh fuck, how do I get out of this? this? We're talking about a man whose only motivation is to go around the world, around the world stealing things. And, Slytherin, then? and and using his <laughs> intelligence to do it he's he's 100 yeah. percent cunning and he is ambitious. but doing it in the first place is dumb as shit yeah <laughs> right I, but this isn't like he's being called it's not like someone said indy oh my god this he's just like fuck that i just read this book i know exactly where this fucking thing is i'm gonna go steal it so he flies across the world on his lunch hour and he runs into a temple and steals this precious artifact that was fine where it was it's not like someone else is going to go take it. Dude, but he's Jeff, Gryffindor. He's it belongs Gryffindor. in a museum. <laughs> it's not okay. It is not. Which a is noble. Which is a noble purpose. He's Gryffindor. No, it's not. It's horrible. <laughs> he's stealing these priceless artifacts from like people, like 
third world nations and then taking them to America and England and putting them behind glass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. You need to look up on, on reappropriation. There's so, much, there's so many. There's so many things yeah, that are in like British it? museums that are that are like the precious Stolen. jewels of India, and India's like, hey, can we have those back now? You fuck. Like, uh, no, we so we want that. So we're we stole this so long ago. Gryffindor. What? So he's not a Gryffindor. I don't think he's Gryffindor. Yeah, I think an argument could be made for him being a bad guy. <laughs> oh, now you got actually, too? He I, might actually be the villain in those movies if the villains weren't Nazis. They're the one people, <laughs> one group of people worse than him. <laughs> All right, so hold on. Let's take like, inventory I'll, here. We've got uh, different Harrison Ford characters we've discussed. Which houses did they end up in again? Which one did uh, Han Solo go? Hufflepuff? He was a Hufflepuff. And where did yeah. Indy just go? Ravenclaw? Slytherin, I, I think. Sli- I, I'd put him in Slytherin. <laughs> wow. I can't believe you guys are spitting on the Indiana Jones franchise right now. I love Indiana Jones, but it doesn't make him a good person. Right. right. I mean, it's the only the only case that you could make Indiana Jones being a Gryffindor is Temple of Doom. Because at that one, like his plane crashes, he gets stuck in India. They're you like, mean that one he- where he uses a child for his own selfish gains? <laughs> But he gets thrust into this world, and they're like, yo, all of our children have been stolen, our precious gems. And he's like, oh, precious gems? <laughs> I got to be honest, dude. If they don't put Short Round in this next Indiana Jones movie, I am going to be heartbroken. It's got to be Glenn, dude. It's got to be Glenn from The I, Walking Dead. <laughs> uh, I mean, Short Round, I think, was – is he Korean? I don't I think know. he is Korean. No, I think no, Steven Durant is also it, Korean. They say, they say they, they met him on the streets of Shanghai trying to pick his pocket. China. But then there's a restaurant in Portland that's called Short Round that's Korean. So <laughs> I don't know. I also noticed so the I only thought friend, maybe it was Korean, but the only friend of Indiana out. Jones that dies is the one Asian dude in the beginning of Temple of Doom. <laughs> just like shows up, he's like, "I got your back, Indy," and then just gets shot like 15 seconds later. <laughs> I was like, "Ah, right, this is fucked up." At at, Ho- at the Obi Wan, the, at the, the open- kid, the kid who plays the character is Vietnamese. Vietnamese. Oh, okay. Um. Wait. Who got shot? Where did? What's in the, the opening? opening in the opening of scene of Temple of Doom. Are they of at Doom Club Obi Wan. In the opening uh, uh, scene of Temple of Doom, he's like meeting with these uh, gangsters in. I think, I think it's Shanghai. I don't know. At the nightclub, right? Yeah, at the nightclub, and he's like yeah. stole yeah, an artifact right. for him so they could pay him, and they pull a gun on him, and they're like, "No, just give us the artifact." And then the waiter walks up and pulls out a gun, and is like, "Indy never travels alone," and it's like the standoff, and then people start popping champagne. And it shows, you know, one person pop champagne, a second person shot pop champagne, and then you hear a third bang, but no and champagne. And got shot. And then he turns around, and the waiter's bleeding, and he collapses, and he's like, "Indiana, we had such great adventures together." Uh, and I was just like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the one so, dude the, introduces the kid, that, that nightclub is called Club Obi Wan, guys. I don't know if you knew the that. kid who plays short round is Vietnamese, but plays a kid from Shanghai. Jeff is right. Okay. Right. And which I, house I is he so. in? He's a Hufflepuff, right? <laughs> Short run? Uh, <laughs> Fuck, we yeah, don't have don't enough know. context. Yeah, um, we, we don't really get to know him that well, but I could say Hufflepuff. Let's him. do a quick let's do a quick run of like Disney popular Disney characters and see where they yeah. fit. Okay, but we gotta end it after this because this is already gonna be a long episode for me to edit. We're already at an hour. Wait, just um, a minute. We just synchronize them. We haven't fucked up once. Um, Aladdin. Mm, squib. 
No, he's for sure Slytherin, bro. Yep, Slytherin. Why? He's 100% because he's like super ambitious. What does he wish for? He wishes to be a prince. He wishes to be fucking. Yeah, he, he, like, he wants money. He wants it. bitches. He gets it off. Steal things. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's super self serving. All right, go. next. Uh, Genie. Hufflepuff. Yeah. Okay. Even though the second he gets his this, freedom, this he's is just the rapid gone. fire round. Go. Uh, okay. Uh, Tarzan. Gryffindor. I put, I put him in Hufflepuff. Maybe Hufflepuff. All Maybe Hufflepuff. All I can see Hufflepuff. Um, uh, Simba. Gryffindor. He's literally a lion. Gryffindor. <laughs> yeah. He, yeah. <laughs> oh, we didn't uh, do Game of Thrones. That would have been a good one too. We could run through some of those. <laughs> Rapid fire those. <laughs> sure. Job, Job start. Oh. Uh, Both in Gryffindor. Squib. Both squibs. <laughs> <laughs> Ned Stark. Hodor. He's the care of magical creatures teacher. He's not Tigrid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no uh, the whole Stark. Stark family is all fucking Gryffindor, except Sansa is for sure Slytherin. Ned, Ned is 100%. <laughs> Ned is a Hufflepuff. Who? Ned. Ned Stark. No Hedard Stark is for sure a Hufflepuff. No. All right. <laughs> no no Hedard Stark. No, he's nearly headless Nick. Yeah, which is also Gryffindor. Yeah, he's in the uh what's the headless ghost party? And the the headless hunt. The headless hunt. He's for sure headless hunt. <laughs> he's the leader of the headless hunt. <laughs> um Dude, if they did like uh, a ready player one where they took took this concept and they made him a ghost with a they made him the nearly headless yeah. Ned. <laughs> I would die, dude. Um all right, uh, t- Tyrion. Ravenclaw. Slytherin. Ooh. Yeah, I, guess I think Tyrion. Uh, Raven, yeah, I think he's very Ravenclaw. smart. Ravenclaw's fine. Um, uh, Jamie. <laughs> well, can we throw Squid. out season eight? Because I got a different answer depending <laughs> on whether we're considering season eight. Okay, yeah, give me both. What do you say? without season eight and then before season eight and then after season dude eight. okay before season eight i would say either hufflepuff or gryffindor and then after season eight slytherin <laughs> <laughs> like he totally flipped his script and went back to being self-serving like it's the yeah. dumbest character arc i've ever seen he for sure i went hate that he and seriously died it's the worst part of the whole thing together. it's 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 a bigger aberration than even daenerys lighting the whole city on fire after saying the whole time she wouldn't do it <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I'm trying not to be hateful, but fuck that shit. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna. St- I'm gonna change the topic of this podcast. I'm gonna call it the rewatch, and I'm just gonna assign us different uh, movies and TV shows to rewatch together, and then we'll talk about episodes. And I'm gonna do the first one is Game of Thrones fuck before it. House of the just Dragon don't, don't comes pick, out. Don't pick me to watch that one. No, you will also have to watch it. All three of us. Oh will. God, Mulan. Um, that's not Game of Thrones. Um, nope, it is not. Gryffindor. Yeah, I think she. Um, yeah, I think she's Gryffindor. She's super brave. Um, Little Mermaid. Not a lot of Ravenclaws. Ravenclaws. Slytherin, bro. Boy. She was she was doing ser- like self serving ambitious shit. Yeah, you're right. She is Slytherin. She's I mean, big. she was really just <laughs> horny, right? <laughs> <laughs> so that's personal ambition, personal gain. <laughs> Ah, oh, shit, then I'm Slytherin too, guys. <laughs> oh my god, we're all Slytherin. Potterbar was wrong. <laughs> we're all Slytherin. Um, 
Peter Pan. Oh my god, I'm a Slytherin. <laughs> Peter Pan. I'm feeling Slytherin, dude. I'm feeling Slytherin. He's very Peter self-serving. Peter Pan's uh like very like in the actual book they like i was i was on reddit the other day and they were talking about uh how peter pan is is actually the villain because there's actual text from the original book about how he kills the the the, the wild uh the boys the lost, the lost boys, boys when yeah, they kill them old. if they yeah, yeah he also kills them if they do what they're not supposed to do like that part where they shoot wendy and that guy the dude's just like strike true peter just strike true <laughs> just he's fucking like murder he's me. like yeah just fucking kill me bro i know it. i know it's coming and peter literally is about he's to about do it to, until yeah. wendy stays his hand yeah peter's a bad kid he's the worst person probably yeah, i he's i actually this is ironic because i actually just watched that uh 2003 peter yeah. pan movie when i was in uh California, the ho- uh, the hotel room you're staying in only had a VHS player, and they had a bunch of VHSs at the front desk, and I I was like, oh shit, they have fucking Peter Pan here, and I like I watched it, and the whole time I was like, man, Peter Pan's kind of a fucking he- messy bitch, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's for sure Slytherin. All right, who else? Um, uh, I don't know, but let's wrap it up here. So Jeff, do I'll give you three more. Okay, uh, I'm going to switch to Dragon Ball Z then. Goku. Gryffindor. Yep. Even though, he's, even though he's he's on a giant quest for power. Um, yeah, but, he's yeah, but it's it to good. protect and defend. Like, it's not. Yeah, he also didn't want to do any of it. Vegeta is for to. sure Ravenclaw. <laughs> <laughs> for sure, I don't know. Yeah, Ravenclaw. I'm getting Ravenclaw he's, vibes from Vegeta. He's 100% ambition. He's, oh my god, he's, yeah, all right, he's, he's Slytherin. Slytherin. All right, he's Slytherin. He's so... There's a lot of crossover between those two houses, but I'll give him Slytherin. He's, he has personal ambition. He's well, yeah, because so... Slytherin is super smart, too. Like, yeah. the, those, all the people in Slytherin house are pretty intelligent. I mean, look at Snape. You know, like Snape's yeah. he's Slytherin. super smart. Who else? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Those are the two that I that I wanted to Piccolo. Talk about. Piccolo? Hufflepuff. I don't know. I mean, you get Demon King Piccolo the who's there to take the over beginning. the fucking world, yeah. But then he reincarnates and then he's good, but he still claims to, he has the same exact arc as Vegeta where he's, he's just like, he's, uh, fuck Goku, I hate Goku. All right, I'll save his life. It's yeah. fine. He's Dumbledore. He's Dumbledore. He was bad in the beginning with this whole greater good crap and then he learned it from his ways and he became a good guy. Is that Dumbledore? Yeah, Dumbledore he was, was as a kid, he, he and Grindelwald were buddies and they were all about the, the greater good shtick and then he changed and realized that wasn't right so piccolo is dumbledore confirmed interesting you want to you want to put it you want to put a bow on it there piccolo in and tn let's quickly do tn uh i think he's a member of the illuminati um (laughs) he's got that eye on the top of his head illuminati confirmed all right we can move on um let's do recommendations what do we got here um jeff hold on Let let me pull up my list Oh, shit. I didn't write a list. I'll keep mine quick then. I got mine ready to go. I watched four different movies yesterday. We had quite the stay-in movie marathon. All right, let's do it. Uh, we watched a couple movies. We watched – we were Princess Bride for um, Halloween. Put it on in the background but silent, so we decided to throw it on yesterday. Princess Bride, always going to be a classic to recommend. So it's good. Fre- it's freaking hilarious, dude. Like the her launching herself down the hill after Wesley when she figures out it's him, it just hits my funny bone every time. Yeah, that movie is just great. Yeah, Andre makes me love Andre the Giant every time. He's very every time. I'm just like he's so he's like he seems like a cool guy. I just want to hang out with him. Yeah, (laughs) so Princess Bride highly recommend. Uh, Watched the Forever Purge. 
mm. which was the How most was recent that? installment of the Purge franchise. I actually think those movies are really good. Like their commentary, it like like is scary because it matches the real world so well beyond like it just going to the next level like hollywood style everyone murdering each other thing like there's a lot of scary parallels to the real world today um so forever purge really good uh quiet place two saw that um highly recommend watching number one first obviously because this one you won't understand wait what did you watch it on uh we rented it on uh either amazon or apple tv i can't remember Mm. But Quiet really Place 2, that one. Quiet Place 2 is pretty good. Uh, definitely, um, you know, it stick it holds up to number one. And then uh, last one was Free Guy. We went, we watched Free Guy, the Ryan Reynolds movie, and uh, we're both. What did you watch that on? Same thing. You same answer. Yeah, one of those two. I can't. Fuck. Remember. I hope you rented it on Amazon because I really want to watch it. Um, and I would say we were, it was kind of underwhelming. I don't think we enjoyed it that much, to be honest. It wasn't terrible. Like, it was, you know, there were some funny parts to it. But honestly, like, by the end of it, we were checking to see how much time was left so we could go to bed. It, it reminded like, me a lot, uh, kind of put it in perspective, Tyler, it felt a lot like Ready Player One, where it, towards the end of the film, it was just flexing on all the properties that they had access to. Yeah, um, I could see that. But it was fun. I, I enjoyed it as well. I watched it in theaters. Um, is that all your recommendations? That's it for me. Yeah, yeah just, uh, you know, go watch some movies. I, uh, one recommendation today. Uh, I finished season three of What We Do in the Shadows. I haven't caught up yet. Is it good? The, it's I, got a good I, ending. I enjoyed I the ending. Okay. Yeah, I heard that there's like a twist at the end. So there I'm is a good mentioning. twist at the end. It's like it, it starts to wrap everything up in a bow and then in the end just good twist right at the end. Um, cool. Which I wasn't expecting, but um, it was entertaining. And there's uh, like last episode made me laugh probably harder than I've laughed for the rest of the show. I, I think the show's overall funny, but but not fantastic. Um, but this last episode <laughs> cracked me up a couple of times. <laughs> um, yeah. And then next on my list after I finish Malcolm in the Middle is to catch up on Brooklyn Nine Nine because I haven't seen the most recent season. Uh, did they release the new season yet? Yeah, it's already I, airing. I've, I've been seeing clips of of episodes that I've never seen before. Oh shit! Uh, well, I got to catch up on that too then. Um, okay, cool. I'm gonna quickly jump into my recommendations here. Uh, Kelly and I have been doing in October. We watch horror movies pretty much exclusively. Um, I yesterday I watched Monster Squad, which is an '80s movie where a bunch of kids fight Dracula the mummy, the werewolf, and the creature from the Black Lagoon. It's pretty funny and pretty weird, and it's kind of Goonies-esque. And um, I didn't realize this, but it was one of the first Hollywood movies written by Shane Black, who wrote uh, Lethal Weapon, um, Predator. He directed the movie The Nice Guys. He also directed and wrote – he directed and wrote Nice Guys. He directed and wrote Iron Man 3. Um, He's a pretty good – writer and director um i like him quite a lot uh he most recently did that new predator movie that was apparently terrible which i i'm not gonna see because i don't i only like the first predator um and then uh so i recommend that one it was pretty funny also it's like really violent (laughs) like like way more violent than i was expecting which was funny um yes last night i watched friday the 13th the first one holds up really good actually i genuinely didn't think it was going to be very good and the whole time i was like wow this is actually a really interesting 
way to do a horror movie for back then that kind of like twisted the genre a little bit and had some unexpected stuff even for me who knew what was going to happen um and then a couple weeks ago we watched kelly and i watched scream and i didn't talk about it but um that's a really good movie it's uh again kind of did its own twist on the slasher genre and uh focused a lot on comedy and was really funny um so yeah those those are some horror recommendations i mean by the time this releases uh it'll be past halloween but uh happy halloween to all of our listeners yeah Um, happy halloween i think that's a good what where do you think those characters that we like did we put anybody in the wrong house uh do you think that um we missed any characters that we should have sorted highlights thanos is a gryffindor indiana jones is a slytherin oh and batman (laughs) slytherin (laughs) or didn't we say ravenclaw i don't know know. Uh, um, yeah let us let us know i really want to see somebody weigh in on the thanos debate yeah i I don't think that's going to go the way that you think right (laughs) this is not going to go the way you think i made my case yeah cool all right, guys. Uh, well, yeah, get in touch with us. We're at Clever Kids Podcast on Instagram. Clever Kid, oh, excuse me, Clever Kids Pod on Instagram. Clever Kids Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, let us know what you think. We'd love to uh, to hear from you. Also, rate us on whatever you're listening to us on, and recommend us to somebody you know who also uh, loves to talk about stupid shit uh, in the pop culture sphere. Otherwise, uh, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week for Eternals. Thanks, guys. Bye, everyone.